Welcome to the C2C Podcast with Bill Prankert. I am your host, Jacob Walden. Here, I'm going to join Bill Prankert. We're going to talk about everything about revival, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and everything in between. And we hope that you're blessed here with another episode today of the C2C Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to our second episode of the podcast, uh, the C2C podcast with Bill Prankard. It's my joy to be here. Like, we're doing this. I know. <laughs> like, this is, <laughs> this is our second one. So, this is like, a big deal. Yeah, yeah. One is cool, but two is... Well, anybody can do one, you know. <laughs> a lot of things I've done, I said, this is our first annual one. First annual. Sometimes you never do any more, but... We'll it's, be consistent. Oh, yeah, no. So you're going to post these every month. Every month, yeah. So you guys will be able to see these the last Friday of every month. That way, no matter where we are, what we're doing, you're going to be able to catch it and you'll be able to hear some good stories. we got questions. And again, if you guys have questions, feel free to either reach out to me personally on social media or through BPEA, which is our ministry page, and you can ask your questions. We would love to hear from you and uh, be able to talk about things that... Yeah people care about that would and be I important. have questions too right so you, you have some good <laughs> questions and yeah um, and that that's what I want I mean um, you know I, I feel like I'm just learning mm. honestly to do and I don't feel I've attained I don't think I've got all the answers but you know we we have learned some things and mm. a lot of things the hard way yeah and uh, you know when it comes to ministry marriage longevity revival all these things there's all challenges in all mm. of those yeah and um, all of them not only you can you can survive them but you can mm. thrive in them yeah but um, revival has destroyed lives destroyed churches yeah a and uh, uh, you know ministry has destroyed m marriages mm. and families yeah. and, and um, that's not what it should be and I'm so thrilled that you know mm -hmm. at this stage Married 58 years this year. Yeah. Um, we're still on our honeymoon. Yeah. We're still in love, madly in love. Still able to minister. Yeah. Our four kids are our dearest friends. Yeah. And um, uh, so, yeah, if there's anything yeah. that we can help with. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And that's one of the things I want to talk about first is longevity. I know we touched a bit on it in the last podcast, but how... One of the biggest things I think people wrestle with, and I did too for a long time, is the day-to-day. -day. So how do you, in your day-to-day, -day, you know, you got ministry, a wife, and kids, and how do you still spend time with the Lord and, and grow in that? Well, if part of it, it's all decision. Yeah. It's all attitude. Um, you know, David, after he had really messed up, mm -hmm. he, he made some decisions. Yeah. He said, when I lay down on my bed at night, and I wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. I will meditate on you. Yeah. And I find, maybe I'm, I don't know, but I, I find that that's the times that thoughts come into my mind. Mm. You know, late mm -hmm. at night, you're tired, you lay down in bed. Yeah. Enemy bring all kinds of thoughts. Sometimes after wonderful ministry. Mm -hmm. I mean, thoughts that are ungodly. Yeah. That you, where did that come? Well, we know mm -hmm. where it comes from. And then in the morning, normally the first thing that happens is you're bombarded with mm. thoughts about problems and what's going to come today, what could happen today, evil stuff that could mm. happen, and all this stuff on the news. Yeah. And so David said, when I lay down at night and I wake up in the morning, I'm going to meditate on you. Yeah. 
And um, I, I really try to every morning when I wake up, before anything else, the, do what the Bible says. Mm. If yeah. there be any praise, if yeah. there be any good report, yeah. if there be anything true, pure, worthy, mm. think about those things. Right. And when you start thinking about them, you get happy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and nothing else really matters. And it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what you're going through. There, there's so much to thank God for. There's yeah. so much. There's yeah. so many good things. So you start the day like that. And then my answer to people, and some like it, some don't. When were you saved? When were mm. you born again? When yeah. were you filled with spirit? My answer is always this morning. Yeah. This morning. That's so good. And I don't know how that fits with people's doctrine. I don't <laughs> care. But I just know that every day yeah. I need something fresh. That's right. You know, because, uh, I mean, the example in the Old Testament, mm -hmm. there was lots of manna. Yeah. And sometimes they thought, you know, we could we could take sugar. We could gather enough for one or two days. And it goes rotten and it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> and and so that doesn't work. So every day you really start fresh with God. Mm-hmm. You're thankful for yesterday. You're yeah. thankful for the past, but you can't live there. Right. You can't live there because it, it gets it gets stinky. Mm -hmm. And you know God's got something fresh. And I don't I don't find it difficult to keep fresh, but it just it just you do certain things. And there, mm -hmm. this is so basic. Yeah. Is it, yeah. People try to complicate all this. Yeah. You know, like when I preached every night uh, for a couple of years at um, the Toronto Blessing. The school of ministry said, how do you stay so fresh? I was excited mm. every night. Yeah. I had passion. <laughs> it was so easy. Yeah. Because every day is so good. You start, you're praising God. You're spending time with Jesus. You have to. I went through a burnout, mm. probably around 30 years old or whatever, because we were maybe a little older, but we were doing everything. I mean, doing yeah. television, we're traveling, we're, you know, church and family. And... Um, it wasn't that I was all the things I was doing, it's things I wasn't doing. Right. I neglected. Yeah. And I think, you know, you ask Roberts Laird a question, who to me is the expert mm. on on ministry, healing ministry, yeah. evangelism, why people fail. Yeah. And tell, tell me what you asked him what he said, because this yeah. is really important. Yeah. So the question was about um, kind of what he had seen through history. This guy's, I love Roberts Laird. Just he's, he's captured generals of the faith really out of his book and the question was out of everything he's seen both the move of god but also people walked in the power of god what what was the tipping point that started walking away from the the power the movement the revival whatever it was like what can you learn from them yeah yeah and he said there were four key things um in no order um the first one was that they stopped doing the things that got them there right See, and that's what i did right that's exactly yeah. what I did. Because yeah. you get there, and yeah. you're, you're riding this, and you're busy. Yeah. I mean, people are getting healed, people are saved, it's all good. Everything you're doing is good. Yeah. But then you neglect, mm -hmm. you know, because you don't get anywhere without mm -hmm. walking with Jesus. Yeah. Holy Spirit time, yeah. Word time. Yeah. And if you neglect the Word in Him, yeah. it's not going to sustain. And, and yeah. that was that was huge. That was a huge one. And it's it's so true. Like, even in our own lives we started to see that and that just but that fueled the fire it wasn't like oh my goodness what have i done it's, yeah yeah let's let's yeah, do yeah, something new yeah so that was the first one the second one was being tired and he talks about there's three types of tired so it's emotional spiritual and physical and each one has their own remedy and they're all related i mean if if you're tired in one yeah 
You're so, not going to do well in the others. No. Yeah. And so that was informative too, because well, I think we look at, and I'm sure you went through that, the go, 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 yeah. and then that's where... You get exhausted. Yeah. And then you, you don't have time, you, you don't have time to read, you don't have time to pray, you, you fall asleep. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just... And, and I, I think my generation, we would, I think, you know, you guys are smarter, and I think you've learned, but my generation, we would never have said it, but the way we lived and ministered, it was like, we didn't feel that we were worthy enough for God yeah. to love us. Yeah. But the more we did for God, yeah. the better chance we had yeah. at Him loving us yeah. and liking, you know, and like if, if we'd been challenged in that, we probably said, no, we, mm -hmm. we don't believe that, but that's how we live. Right. And it's never enough. Mm -hmm. It's never enough. You can never do enough yeah. to, to win. Yeah. It's just grace and mercy. And I think you have to learn how to take time for you. I have to have mm -hmm. time for me yeah. without feeling guilty. Yeah. You know, one of my friends, an evangelist called me once and I said, what are you doing? Where are you? Mm -hmm. And he said, I'm sitting on a dock, yeah. you know, looking at water. I said, that's okay. He said, I feel so guilty. Mm. Yeah. I, I just feel so guilty. I should be out there. Doing. And, and I talked to him. I said, you, no, stop mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Because if we don't take care of ourselves, yeah. we, we, we can't possibly minister. Mm -hmm. Jesus did it. He went off on his own. Yeah. He took his disciples off. Yeah. Okay, okay, we're going to get away now. That's right. We're just going to have our time. And mm -hmm. who knows what they did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, they probably prayed. They probably talked. But they probably played. Yeah. They probably rested. And you've got to, you've got to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's not, that's not a bad thing. I mean, yeah. if we are who we say we are, mm -hmm. we're the temple of the Holy Ghost. I mean, yeah. we're, we're instruments for God. It's a big deal. We, we've got to take care of ourselves. Yeah. And, um, and you've got, you, you do that. I mean, in, you can go extreme in anything. Yeah. You can, okay, it's all about me, but you've got to have time to, to feed yourself, mm -hmm. to, to, to read, mm -hmm. to pray, to yeah. rest. And I, I just like walking with Jesus. <laughs> You know, I just go for walks, yeah. him and I. Yeah, on the beach. I do, I go on the beach. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, he likes the beach. It's easier. And uh, I do that at home and can mm -hmm. I walk through the woods. You've been on the trail with me. And yeah. uh, um, just, you get out there. And um, those times are really important. Yeah. They're really important because... Um, you can't, you're not designed to just go. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I teach on divine healing, yeah. and that's that's the three parts of you, body, soul, spirit, I say, like, there are principles here. Mm. Yeah. You know, you've got to get proper rest, you've got to eat properly, you've got to exercise. It's all there in the Word, but yeah. you've also got one day in seven mm -hmm. is a day of rest. Yeah. And, boy, Preachers are terrible at this. I ask preachers, you know, what's your day off? Well, they joke about it, you yeah. know. But it catches up to people. Mm -hmm. It catches up to people. I mean, we're designed. Yeah. I mean, God rested after six days. Yeah. Not because he needed it, but because he wanted to show an example. This is what you do. Yeah, that's right. You do good stuff. You, you create, You but then you rest. Mm -hmm. And our bodies need it. Our spirits need, our minds need it mm -hmm. to, to rest. And so 
Um, and you can violate it, and sometimes with our schedule, we did, but yeah. then you catch up. Yeah. We take two or three Sabbaths. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, because you need it to be restored. That's right. And, you know, they do that in Israel with the land. Every mm -hmm. so many years, they don't plant because yeah. they give the land a rest. It, it, it's a principle yeah. of God. that, yeah. and, and so, and if you violate the principles of God, you can get away with it because we're mm -hmm. under grace not for a while. Yeah. But I, I know people that are called to minister, mm -hmm. anointed, they've still got something amazing to give. They can't because either they've had a breakdown, mm -hmm. physically they can't do it, emotionally they can't do it, whatever. And, and um, that's, not, that's not the devil's mm -hmm. working. Yeah. They did that. That's right. They did that. That's right. And, and, uh, and so you know, oh, the devil's <laughs> doing this or that. We give them too much credit. Um, I think. We, we have to take care of ourselves, and mm -hmm. we have to build ourselves up mm -hmm. in the most holy faith. Yeah. Or else we've got nothing. That's right. We've got nothing to give out there. And I found when I went through that time when I wasn't doing that, mm -hmm. I was still going through all the actions, but it, it's almost like Samson. He didn't even know. Right. He didn't even know the Spirit of God. Going through the actions, and you know, God was honored. God honors His word and stuff. But yeah. I was giving out of emptiness, mm -hmm. yeah. and that's not fair. No, I mean that's that's robbing people. Yeah, that's right. Like if people are going to come to a service, mm -hmm. you know, I need to make sure. Yeah. I mean, I know it's all God, and all, but I need to make sure I'm in the best place I can be. Absolutely. So that I've got something <clears throat> for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and um, I've heard preachers, you know, get up and they start by saying they hadn't prepared. They hadn't prepared mm -hmm. the service. They hadn't prepared. The, and I just think, you don't have to tell us that. We, <laughs> we know that. We can figure we'll this know. out. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's obvious. And, uh, but, but I, we've also been in services mm -hmm. when it's obvious that person yeah. has studied, they prayed, they're prepared. Mm -hmm. This is important to them. Yeah. And I think you know, we've got to stop just, oh, this is just another service, just mm -hmm. another broadcast. I, every year I preach one of my favorite places, Mount Zion Camp in uh, Gilmore. Gilmore, Ontario. This year will be my 50th year preaching wow. in 1972, <laughs> first year I went there. And uh, it's a very special place for a lot of reasons. I was there, this is years ago now, I was there, it was a Monday night. Mm -hmm. And I knew the crowd wasn't going to be huge on a Monday night. We had a great Sunday, and I was going to go a few days. And um, but I, you know, I did what I did that day. I, I just locked myself in in the afternoon, and and God said, "I want you to share the prodigal son." Mm, yeah. Well, I thought I don't think that's a good idea <laughs> because these these are all old Christians here. Yeah. They've heard, not only heard that story, but they're all. Yes. And God said, no, yeah. I think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Preach the prodigal son. Yeah. And I preached it that night with passion. Mm -hmm. And I, the crowd wasn't great. Yeah. It was good. They were faithful over there. Uh, during worship, I saw a young guy walk in. Mm -hmm. And he walked in alone. Obviously, people knew him. Because yeah. they were all related up there. <laughs> they knew him. They said, yeah. I yeah. He came and sat about the middle of the auditorium on the one side by himself. Sat there through the service. At the end of my message of the prodigal son, which seemed to me the wrong message, yeah. um, I give an altar call. Yeah. 
he got up. Yeah. He walked to the front. Mm -hmm. People went nuts. This was the son and the grandson of a key family there. Yeah. That had been really wayward on drugs and everything wow. else. He came wow. back to Jesus. Mm. They said the next day mm. he was he was a different person. Everything yeah. changed. He was set free and everything else. Amen. The next day he went fishing with his uncle. Yeah. And he he dived off the cliff in the lake of West Lacombe. Yeah. Broke his neck and died. Wow. The timing. He was gone. Yeah. But they knew he was in heaven. Yeah. Amen. He was in heaven because of a Monday night service. Yeah. With a small group of people. Yeah. And God knew. Yeah. It's amazing. And you know, Jacob, what that did for me is um, say, what we're doing is important. Mm -hmm. Every service is important. Every time you do something is important. Like, to be part of ministry, like, come on, this is life and death. Mm, yeah. And yeah, I ponder that. I mean, terrible that he died. Yeah. But wonderful. Mm -hmm. Without question, <laughs> he's in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Because of a money. And, you know, I mean, Holy Spirit did it all. He, Holy Spirit brought him <laughs> and he told me what to preach and everything else. Yeah. But I could have just said, this Monday night, I'll just pull something out yeah. and just do it. Yeah. And, uh, but um, so I, I think, you know, you, there are ways to keep fresh mm -hmm. and then you keep reminding yourself. Yeah. Why? That's right. Why you have to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. you, can't, you, you can't neglect yourself. You can't, can't neglect your marriage. Because if you neglect your marriage, and uh, I think Robert's talked to you about that too. Yeah. Marrying That's the wrong enough. person yeah. is not good. And, <laughs> and, but no matter what your marriage is, it can get better. That's right. And uh, yeah. because... If your marriage isn't good, your ministry can't be good. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you that right yeah, now. Yeah. And a lot of ministries have problems in their marriage, which yeah. is terrible yeah. and, and doesn't need to be. Yeah. doesn't need to be. So um, you work at this. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have a good marriage without working at it. Yeah. You're not going to have you know, a great ministry without working. The more, the more you put into something, the more you get out of it. That's secular, that's spiritual, that's everything. Yeah. But I think there are there are guidelines here in Scripture. Yeah. They're there to help us. Yeah. Because God wants you to be great. God wants mm -hmm. you to be happy. God wants you to be fulfilled. And God wants to use you to touch as yeah. many people as possible. Yeah. So for me, is it not a challenge? What's the option of not keeping fresh? Yeah. Because, you know, I feel life inside me. I feel yeah. excitement inside. I, I, I'm excited. Yeah. You wouldn't know that. But <laughs> really? <laughs> I get excited. And, and um, I'm committed. I'll never lose that. Mm -hmm. I'll never, I don't care how old I am. I'll never lose it. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, um, there's too much going on. Yeah. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking um, back in, well, by the time this comes out, back in January, um, preaching at Canada Christian College, and I text Bill, or text you, and I said, I feel like I'm gonna explode. I know, and that was that. I think was like part of part of growing in what you've been talking about, and, and just learning the appreciation and the honor, but also the weight of what it is. I was I was so fired up. I was so excited because I was like, God, I'm an ambassador. I know for I the know. kingdom of heaven, right? Like that's that's the joy that we get to wake up in, and that's that's what you're sharing. Is like there's. It's not just the ambassador, but the child and, and all these other things that the Lord has done. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was, 
What a privilege. It's a high privilege. But you see, <laughs> a lot of people in ministry, they've lost that. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that before, I think, that Deuteronomy 28. Yeah. Talk to his servants. Because you did not serve me with a joy. Yeah. I'm turning you over. Yeah. And um, in ministry, because you're dealing with people, yeah. you'll be betrayed. Mm -hmm. And and the what is hard about that is normally it's people that you really love, mm -hmm. that you've really helped, that you've just <laughs> And, but you go back to God. I mean, yeah. God created Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. gave them everything. I mean, talk about blessing. Yeah. And then look what man did. Yeah. Just said, I'm going to believe that snake instead of him. Mm -hmm. Did exactly what broke God's heart. Yeah. Yeah. And so God gets this. Yeah. And what did God do? He stood there in the garden and said, Adam, I'm going to fix this. Yeah. Because I still love you. Mm -hmm. And so. We have to be like that. Yeah. We have to be like that. And and you can't carry it. And I, I've done it. I mean, but sooner or later, you have to come around. You have to forgive. Mm -hmm. You have to, yeah. you know, just say, God, you, you do whatever. But I just want to be free in this. Mm -hmm. But in ministry, if you're going to have longevity, you're going to have a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of good stuff, a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Because you're dealing with people, and yeah, uh, yeah. and we were talking, I think, about just you know not not gossiping or not being negative about yeah. ministers and ministries, and it it's a challenge sometimes because the longer you minister, the more you're connected, the mm -hmm. more you know. Yeah, that's for sure. And a friend of ours said, you know, he would have done fine if he could have just stayed out of the green yeah. room yeah. because, unfortunately, there are some. Mm -hmm. That minister and they're on the platform. They're great, but they come off the platform. They're terrible people. Yeah, they're nasty people. Mm -hmm. They they treat people like dirt. They treat their staff like dirt. I mean, and you think, mm -hmm. where's Jesus? They make so many demands, but then there are a lot of others. Yeah, yeah, a lot of others I know, and I've seen them in the green room, mm -hmm. and and they're exactly the same. Maybe even better. Yeah. In the green room than they are on the platform, and they're real. Yeah. And we've talked about yeah. some of them. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but it's, so yeah, you know, you try not to criticize, mm -hmm. but sometimes you get involved in situations. You have to talk to people about them, and and but still you love on them and mm -hmm. just say, you know, God, you can you can you can make changes if you want, but yeah. but um, in ministry you're going to have stuff. Yeah. You're going to have stuff, and you just. Because, you know, I've gone through this before when people have really been nasty to me and accused me and betrayed me and mm -hmm. hurt me. And and I've had people try to take me out. I mean, yeah. I've had people look at my face, we'll destroy you. Yeah. We'll destroy your ministry. Yeah. And that's not nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, so you go to Jesus, all you really want is him to say, oh, Bill, oh, <laughs> oh, Billy, it's okay. And he says, welcome to the club. Yeah. Big time. Welcome to the club. <laughs> oh, what do you want? You want in on this? First like, time. Did you notice the prophets? <laughs> notice the disciples? Yeah. I think, you know, we both watched the television series, The Chosen. Chosen. And one of the last episodes I saw was Mary, yeah. mother of Jesus, when she was older. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jesus in heaven, Holy Spirit's been poured out. And she's getting reports yeah. of the disciples. Yeah. And some had died. Some were running for their life or being yeah. chased and uh, 
um, and she was trying to handle because these are all her boys, mm -hmm. and and uh, yeah. um, and and it's like God says, this this is it, mm -hmm. but then the rewards, yeah, the blessings, yeah. you know, and, and so um, I think for longevity, you just you just keep going. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, Rex Humbard, <laughs> who was a friend, he. Um, way before your time, he, he pioneered Christian television yeah. with uh, Oral Roberts and whatnot. And, uh, you know, he was getting up, up there before he passed. And uh, But he said, I just looked at the alternatives right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, this is the best. <laughs> yeah. you, you keep living and keep breathing. And, and, uh, um, and ministry might change. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, yeah. Oral Roberts got to the point where he couldn't travel. Yeah. But he still wanted to minister. So we yeah. went to his house. That's right. He ministered because he's. I got a minister to. I got stuff yeah. for you, and he did, and um, and we when we left that day after Oral laid his hands on us, mm -hmm. like there was fire. Yeah, there's fire. Yeah, we knew we had received an impartation. Mm -hmm. We knew we hadn't received his mantle. Yeah, but we knew we'd received an impartation, and uh, uh, of this man who was still. Mm -hmm almost 91 yeah. and still saying I've got something to give yeah I may not be able to preach on television I may not be able to travel and preach but mm -hmm. I got something and so I think you always do and my generation has an obligation yeah to you yeah to your friends to your generation mm -hmm. we're and I've said to my friends like whether you're into mentoring or not you are mentoring yeah you are mentoring. We're all they're watching. Yeah. And and the greatest compliment, Jacob, to me, and I've had some young guys say, "When I grow up, I want to be like you." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> because because they don't say that about every older man in the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know they 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 but they're mentoring, and some of the young guys will say, "I'm determined. I'm not going to end up like them." Yeah. I don't want to be negative. I don't want to mm -hmm. be criticized. I don't want to be grumpy. These are the years you should really be happy. Yeah, that's and right. I'm telling Gwen and I are happy. Yeah. God's blessed us. We're enjoying the fruits of our labor. That's right. And and uh, uh, we're happy, happy we can still minister and and um, just rejoicing in God and thrilled, mm -hmm. absolutely thrilled with what God's doing with raising up an army. Yeah. Of young men and women. Yeah. And. Uh, I remember the night we did stand on guard in Barrie, Ontario, and yeah. a group of your friends came. They did, and uh, I watched them in the service, mm. and they were they were right there, they were right there, they, and then we spent a bit of time afterwards, yeah. and uh, that did so much for me. Mm -hmm. That just encouraged me so much because um, it's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going right. to be. I don't know when yeah. I'm heading home, <laughs> I, and I I feel like I've got lots to do. Yeah. But when I do. I'll go with a smile. Yeah. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I remember mm -hmm. when we transitioned the leadership um, with Stephen Carlton yeah. and uh, our friend uh, Kenneth Copeland sent a video yeah. and uh, talking <laughs> to me, talking to Stephen and uh, on the video. And he, at one point, with his Texan accent, Bill, <laughs> it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. You don't have to worry. It's gonna be okay. That's okay. And 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 I know that it's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's gonna be okay. It's, in fact, it's gonna get better. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it, it's um, what a thrill. And yeah. you look back now, you know, um, 
I, I'm looking forward to my 80th birthday mm -hmm. and planning hiking in Israel <laughs> with you. Yeah. And uh, if you can keep, keep up, we'll see how, we'll for see you, how you do. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, I, I think you make plans as if you're going to be here forever. Yeah. But you're ready. Yeah, that's right. Time. And, yeah. and um, as long as I got, I want to do everything I can to help you and your generation. Mm -hmm. M my job is to encourage you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to to try to help you, I mean, you know, if I could if I could take my head and put it on your shoulders, mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to learn because I learned a lot. I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I messed up a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people know, some people yeah. some people don't know, but mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, I messed up a lot. Yeah, and you shouldn't have to. That's right. If you can learn, mm -hmm. and you are, and yeah. Uh, yeah. that's what I love. I, a lot of you, your generation. You want to learn. Yeah. You're saying, help me. Yeah, absolutely. And so we, we walk together. Mm -hmm. how, did, how did you know? So like, you've got some guys like Steven and myself and Zach and Tim and Johnny and them. How did you know those were the guys that you were going to run with? Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm sure it's different for everybody. But well, it's... no, it, it, it's, it's, it was so obvious. Like, <laughs> like, I know a lot of young men and women. Yeah. And I've got a relationship with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But then there's a few. Yeah. And um, it's a spiritual thing. Mm -hmm. I can't explain it. Yeah. You know, like, how do I know I'm sitting beside you? Wow. Okay. I am. Yeah. Okay. I am. Yeah. And people can <laughs> say, well, it? no, you're not really. <laughs> well, <laughs> I am. <laughs> when I met John, John Schultz, who formerly known as Johnny, um, I heard him sing, mm. first before I met him, I heard him sing Good, Good Father. Yeah. And he sang it not like a song, mm. like a revelation. Yeah. So then when I met him at the church, I said, I'd like to, I'd like to spend time with you. Yeah. Because when you sang that, mm -hmm. it was like a revelation. He grabbed me. He yeah. said, you get it. Yeah. So then I said, let's have breakfast. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, I yeah. think it was Friday, so tomorrow. Went out for breakfast. He told me a story. Mm. He really didn't have a relationship with his father. His father wasn't nice, his grandfather wasn't nice. But he, when he came to Jesus, and he was so messed up. When he came to Destiny Church, he was on drugs and wow. everything. He yeah. just took drugs in the parking lot, <laughs> came in. And it was the family. Yeah. It wasn't anything about preaching, it was the family feeling he craved a family. Mm. When I connected with him, yeah. it was a spiritual connection. Hmm. That first breakfast, yeah. I said to him, I'm going to Israel, yeah. and I want you to come yeah. with me. Wow. Bring your guitar. On the way home, I'm thinking, what have I done? <laughs> like, I don't even know <laughs> this guy. I just met him. I called Greg, our pastor, I said, I just invited Johnny to come to Israel. Great, great. <laughs> so then I, I said, I think I should invite you too. So he came too, but it was a spiritual connection. Wow. When I met you. Yeah. Like it was, how did I know? Yeah. You know, we kid, it all began with a hug. Right. When people to hug, that's... Yeah, it's weird. Look at, <laughs> I knew, mm -hmm. I knew that Holy Spirit had said, yeah. You need to hug Jacob. Yeah. And it was it was COVID, it was distancing, it was with touch people at church. 
we actually were in the hallway yeah. uh, on the way up the office at Selwyn Outreach Center and we hugged. Mm-hmm. I to this day can't explain, I can't explain what happened to John. Yeah. I can't explain what happened to, to uh, Stephen. Can't, but I know it happened. Yeah. We were joined together. Mm-hmm. That's and the relationship with the ones you mentioned mm-hmm. is so different than the relationship I have with a whole bunch of others. Yeah. I've got tons of people that say, well, you're my mentor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at first I thought, well, no, I'm not. Right. But Gwen says, well, there, you know, there's different ways to mentor, and you are. Mm-hmm. You yeah. are. The, yeah. And I've got people in my life that the relationship it depends. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different degrees, but you can learn and you mentor. In, yeah. And Smith Wigglesworth, he's one of my mentors. He's yeah. still. He's and he is one of mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I said in his services, he talks to me every day, and my wife says, you know, you shouldn't say that because they think you're <laughs> talking. <Yeah. laughs> but you read his stuff. Yeah. yeah. You read it, and, and he's been pouring into you. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, but, but there are that handful yeah. that without question are my sons mm-hmm. my yeah. sons yeah. it's a real thing to me I I, um, I not only value it mm-hmm. but I realize how serious this is yeah that God designed that we be together mm-hmm. yeah and and I'm committed that nothing yeah. can stop that mm-hmm. it's good. important yeah you need me and I need you. Absolutely. And it's the same with the others you mentioned. And yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, how do how do you know? It just, you know. Yeah. You just good. know. You, yeah. you, you, this thing was birthed. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's, a, it's a spiritual thing. Yeah. And people can get it or not get it. People can think it's weird or not weird. But, but um, just to, and every one of you, mm-hmm. you know, just to be, with you to connect and we connect we all connect almost daily and uh, some and you now because of your position we talk more now mm-hmm. and we connect more yeah and but the relationship is still there i yeah. mean it's the same in yeah. fact maybe better but uh um just to me i live for a hug mm-hmm. from my son yeah. yeah i mean it's life to me and and uh, you know Pastor Greg Ball says, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Yeah. Well, I not only think of you guys as my friend, sons, but I think of you as my friends. Yeah, that's right. And I get, I pull something from you. I don't know whether you know, I, I pull <laughs> something from because I want to be like you. Mm-hmm. I, I love the passion. I love the, um, I was going to say recklessness, but the boldness, I guess. Yeah. Just, we're going for it. Yeah. And I'm challenged every I want I want that more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm like I'm so thankful for everything, but I'm not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can never get satisfied. Yeah. Cause then you stop. Yeah. And you know, a lot a lot of people do. They well, okay, that's it, I'm done. Yeah. But And really what the root of it is is discipleship without the fancy title of being a disciple maker. Right? Because it's a that's all it is. Just well, because, out. yeah, when you think of that, you think of a program or something, right. a manual or something. But this is life. That's all it is. It's, like, it's a father and son life mm-hmm. walking together. Yeah. We were just talking to one of my sons yeah. Yeah. And, who, and helping him out. And he said, you, you've pulled me out of the mm-hmm. ditch many times. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, that's what we do. Yeah. 
we're in it together. We help each other. We want right. to, and when you, when you're connected, when you're joined, like you're joined together. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and so the the strength of that yeah. is so amazing that so good. that, and you just love that. You value, so I value it. Mm -hmm. And I knew, I knew. Yeah. I don't know how I knew, but I, I <laughs> knew. Like when I, when we had that first hug, yeah. I looked at you yeah. and said, "You're the reason I came to Peterborough today." Yeah. I had no idea what that meant. Yeah. No idea. I, you no, know, I didn't either. No, <laughs> but um, in less than a year, mm -hmm. things developed. In a few months, I mean, here we are traveling yeah. all over the country <laughs> together, and uh, and you become a vital part of mm -hmm. BPA. Yeah. Yeah, under Stephen and that and. The team is phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great team. Yeah. So, kind of on the same note, but a little different, how did you know who to run with in ministry? Because like you said, people hurt you, and you don't know who's going to hurt you before it happens, or yeah. else you wouldn't meet them, I guess. Well, a lot of people I've run with have tried to kill me. <laughs> right. So then you think, okay, well, they're not. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and there, there are people in ministry that um, I once was very connected with. We just sat together, and... Uh, uh, you know, I've forgiven and we've we've reconciled, and but um, I'm cautious. Mm -hmm. You know, I would never put myself in a position yeah. where they could do damage again, mm -hmm. and uh, and that's got nothing to do with forgiveness or grace or anything. It's just I think it's being smart. Yeah. You know, and when I see them, it's comfortable, it's fine, um, but we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna walk together. We're not gonna do a lot mm -hmm. of stuff together. But then there are others, I mean, you know, there are people that I've been with, like, like Benny Hinn. It's the 49 years. Wow. <laughs> 49 years that we, we, we came together. Mm -hmm. We exper experienced something. We both had experienced the same thing, basically. Wow. Me in Catherine's meeting, him when he came home from Catherine's meeting. He mm -hmm. had his encounter in his bedroom in yeah, town. that's right. And... Uh, both thrust into this yeah. and um, made different decisions, mm -hmm. you know, went a little different direction. And, uh, but, um, and, and, you know, weren't that, there were times we weren't close, mm -hmm. but we were always yeah. connected, yeah. always appreciated them. And, uh, and to this day. Mm -hmm. So I think the older you get, the more you value right. lifetime friends. Yeah. Yeah, I've got friends in ministry. We've been friends for years. Like Don McMurray, the chairman of our board. Yeah. He was six years old when I went <laughs> to preach at Mount Zion. So we we watched him grow and, yeah. and become man of God. Now leads that ministry and now is the chairman of our board. Wow. But, I mean, that's that's 50 years ago mm -hmm. Yeah. that I've known him. And so I value that. Yeah. You know, there are people that come in your life for a season. Mm -hmm. There are people that come in your life for, for life. Yeah. And, um, but I think you really value friendship. Mm -hmm. And you learn over the years, sometimes the hard way, that these are real friends. Mm -hmm. You know, and they've been with me. They've been with me through good times and bad. Yeah. Because a person that isn't a true friend mm -hmm. will leave. That's right. Will leave when, like Jesus, they would flee. You know, the people, the crowds would leave. The disciples would scatter. Yeah. And uh, but then there are those that say, "We're with you." Yeah. Doesn't That's matter. Right. And so you value that, and you've got you've got people in your life mm -hmm. 
that will be lifelong friends. Yeah. And you'll look yeah. back if Jesus tarries and say, you know, mm -hmm. we did this. And you'll help them. Yeah. And because what happens in a friendship thing when one is going through something, the other usually is strong. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and so that's a marriage, that's every relationship. But yeah. so, so you'll help them and they'll help you. Mm -hmm. But we need each other. And I think there are ministries and there are people that don't want. Mm -hmm. that type of thing don't want relationship to, that's so dangerous and they they normally go off they normally don't have longevity they end yeah. up yeah. messed up and uh, there's no need for that because mm -hmm. if you got true friends in your life yeah a true friend is not going to ignore stuff yeah a true yeah. friend is going to challenge you that's right say you know i think you're going a little too far here i don't think you should be because they love you mm -hmm. you know i had a guy say if you love me yeah you, you just, you know, basically ignore my sin. <laughs> and I said, I love you. Yeah. Therefore, I have to challenge you. That's right. Yeah. Because you, you know, so, <laughs> so I think you, you, it, it, you sort it out. Right. You know, who's That's a real friend here? <laughs> it, 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 time, time does a lot and situations do a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, uh, you, you come to share the, the value of that, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. a friend who would do anything for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's really encouraging, and it's that's why I think one of the biggest things of the people that I've met and I'm doing ministry with now are not just they're not just fun, and they are they're great people, but they're also people who are united yeah. under a vision that Jesus should be made known, and then from that place, everything it feels like just kind of happened. And they're they're <laughs> going to help you fulfill your vision, and you're yeah. going to help them fulfill their vision, and yeah. together. It's going to happen, and yeah. it's not like um, you know, it's all one way type mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like what the body of Christ is meant to do. You right? think, eh? Yeah, because <laughs> I can't do like what Travis is doing. Yeah, yeah. And and what their ministry is yeah. doing, or Adam, or but any it of needs them. to be done. And I can't do what you're doing, yeah. right? But we all have to work together. Exactly. And it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is beautiful. So it's great, and it's. I mean, basically, it's a body. Yeah. That Paul did it so well. We're like a body, and we're members of a body. And, mm -hmm. and when one part of the body hurts, yeah. every part of the body should hurt. Yeah, yeah. And that, and so you come. It's not it doesn't happen to everybody, but it, mm -hmm. you get a group, you get a individual, you get a few that. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's good. When one of your friends goes through it, you're going through it. Yeah. Amen. You feel what they feel, That's and right. you do anything you can to help them. Yeah. Yeah. I have one question left a uh, bit totally different pace here but i'm just excited like i just i love my friends i love you so this is great yeah. but i want i want to just encourage people with either one or two stories of just one of the like crazy faith like crazy miracles or crazy stories that you've seen um over the years and uh well there's yeah. there's a lot but <laughs> and you know um, people say, what's your favorite? Well, probably the last one I've seen, but right. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've told you this, and I, may, I probably have, because we've had a lot of time to talk, but yep. I used to go to India yep. and uh, every year, loved it, loved India, loved the people. Yeah. And uh, um, I was preaching a convention, mm -hmm. which is in rural India, places Tadapadagudam. Wow. And uh, <laughs> uh, and they you lived on a kind of a mission compound. They had a big okay. wall thing around yeah. and the pastor lived there and he had rooms there. And then out in the field mm 
mm-hmm. was the the platform in that and wow. several thousands of people would come for a whole week wow and they they'd live there they yeah. would eat so like five o'clock in the morning, they start this music, which wasn't my kind of music, <laughs> over the loudspeakers, and they'd go till late at night. Wow. All night, all yeah. day. Yeah. And um, I would do the services at night. Yeah. That's all I would do. And it was, it was, I mean, the weather, January <laughs> weather was so good, and um, the food was amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, they'd bring cooks, chefs in, and that. Wow. So, anyways, um, and they were very guarded. They really, wanted to serve me and take yeah. care of me and we had great meetings and um it took me a while to figure this out because every night you know god would start moving and i'd be moving and word and all these people getting healed mm-hmm. and uh, it was typical healing service they'd bring people on the platform that yeah. testify but they you had to almost be dead to get on the platform <laughs> i mean you couldn't have just i had a pain or i had this or that i mean it was the spectacular ones they wow. brought on. Wow. And, but at some point, the whole crowd would start moving to the platform. Wow. Because everybody wanted to get to me. Mm-hmm. And the first service, um, finally, you know, a, a group of the pastors came and circled me. Now I, I'm ministering. Yeah. And they start, they said, we're finished. And we started taking me off. I said, I'm not finished. No, you're finished. And they, they almost carried me. Wow. A car right beside it and drove me quickly into the compound. Yeah. And I said, What did you do? There was they said, if you we hadn't stopped you then people would have got hurt. Wow. Because they were coming. So the ushers have sticks and they were they'd hit the people like don't hit. <laughs> oh, so no. so every night every night you'd come to a point you'd lose the service. Right. Yeah. Lose, so they said, Tomorrow night, start again. Yeah. Yeah. So so that was it. And then you're in there, you're very private, yeah. and um, um, you know, I go to my room and I change and then go yeah. down and have fellowship, eat, mm-hmm. yeah. and then go to bed. And uh, um, so it was late that night, they came to my door, yeah. and they said, there's a man downstairs, yeah. and we want, we're asking if you come down and pray for him. Wow. And this was so unusual, because yeah. like you stopped me, <laughs> and now, so I go down, there's, a couple, an older couple looked like, yeah. arrived in a rickshaw. The young guy pulls up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, have I told you this story? I'm remembering yeah. it now, so, this part, yeah. So um, this man was dying. They were Hindu. Yeah. And he was dying. Mm-hmm. And uh, this woman heard, and see, they lived in another village, I think a long way away, that Jesus was in Tadapadagudam healing people. <laughs> She'd never heard of Jesus, but Jesus thought, if he's healing he's people, I he's get here. my husband there, Jesus will heal him. Wow. So they had this guy, they hired, They sold their stuff. Their Hindu relatives and friends sold stuff to get money to hire this guy to pull them. Wow. Young guy. Yeah. So he'd run, you know, pulling this thing for who knows how long. And uh, so I walk out and uh, this, this lady's sitting on the rickshaw. He's laying, the man's laying. He, mm. The color, he was the color of death. He yeah. could hardly breathe, he was wow. brown, yellow, and it looked like he was going to take his last breath. She looked at me, yeah. and I, I'm white, yeah. and all the other pastors are in the Indian pastor. So she just knows I'm Jesus. 
Because she doesn't know who Jesus is. Right. Jesus is in Tadabon Kudu. Yeah. And so here he comes. <laughs> and so she says, he's Jesus. And uh, so our Western mind says, okay, okay, we've got to have a class here. Yeah. i got to teach. i got to teach who Jesus is, what yeah. he is. What... Yeah. Yeah. And Holy Spirit said, lay hands on him. Wow. Well, no, because they think I'm Jesus. Yeah. He's a lay hands on him. Wow. Because he would have died while I was teaching. <laughs> it would have been so 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 I laid hands on this guy. And Jacob, it was like lightning and thunder and bells. I mean Wow. I mean I felt it. Yeah. I was shocked. <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those moments. Yeah, yeah. And because you don't always feel that. Yeah. And this guy jolts up. I mean, jolts up. <laughs> and he's like, he's new. His color changed. His eyes changed. He laughed. Wow. And, well, now they really think I'm Jesus. <laughs> because, of course, Jesus isn't that. And so, I mean, they want to worship me. Yeah. And that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> and so, so I said to the pastor. And, and then she says to the guy, the young guy. Yeah. We're ready. For what? To go home. <laughs> the guy's sitting there. He's, he, he's exhausted. He's going to die. <laughs> and we're ready. I said, I said, what did they say? Well, she wants him to take him home now. Yeah. Uh, the young guy was exhausted. <laughs> I, said, I said, look, give him a place to stay. Mm -hmm. Give him some food. Yeah. Give him some rest. And tell them. Mm -hmm who Jesus is <laughs> because I mean there's a language thing here yeah, yeah. so I go to bed yeah get up in the morning and uh, I I said uh, how did it go they're still here they're still here yeah. so I said I want to see him I walk in the room she looks at me points and starts laughing howling at me yeah. she wasn't yeah, laughing yeah. with me and I said what's she laughing she said well she's laughing because you know during the night, they gave their life to Jesus. They wow. were baptized with the Holy Spirit. And now she looks at you and thinks, we almost settled for that. We thought he was, he was, he was Jesus. And so we had such a good laugh about it. Oh, my goodness. And, but the man was totally healed. So then wow. they went back. Yeah. The next year, I go back. Mm -hmm. And the, um, the leading pastor said, there's pastors here want to meet with you yeah. you met them last year yeah. and uh, they brought i think like 700 people up wow. from the church yeah so i meet i meet them and uh, doesn't ring a bell mm -hmm. and uh, they said do you remember these people i said well not really and mm -hmm. he said well they were the couple they were the man yeah they were pastoring a church of hundreds yeah they they go back because everybody wow. back there expected her to bring his dead body back right but they just thought, you know, yeah. he's dying, so let's do whatever. They went back, and it's Book of Acts. No yeah. Bible school training. Just they just told the whole the whole community. Wow. What Jesus had done. Yeah. And that's all they did in the Book of Acts. Yeah. This whenever we're bragging about Jesus, and everybody said, well, if they can do that, he can do this. Yeah. And they, they they had revival. Amen. Hundreds and hundreds came to the convention, <laughs> the, and and. Uh, so things like that stick out to you, and you wow. think this is. But it was a little weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> most people know I'm not Jesus, but yeah. uh, but and you know, for an evangelist to to deal with people mm -hmm. who've never heard, yeah. that's the best. Yeah. 
this because in North America many times you have to you have to go through the almost on, on, on deprogram people because mm -hmm. of all the tradition and all the stuff and yeah. all the garbage to get to simple faith in mm -hmm. him. But they've got it. Yeah. They've got it. So that's yeah. amazing. And you want one more? Sure. You yeah. Have time? Oh, we've got time. No rush. <laughs> no um, rush. <laughs> I was standing in a platform in Ottawa doing a service for then it was a West End church with Sid and Claudia Curry. It's in a high school and um, people were being healed. So they would mm -hmm. bring him up to testify. And uh, this one lady came up, yeah. an older lady. And um, so I said, what's happened to you? And she said, well, I can see. Mm -hmm. I don't know this lady. I said, okay, you can see. I said, so what do you mean you can see? Yeah. Well, I can see, I can see you perfectly. I said, okay. I said, couldn't you before? No, I was blind. Yeah. But I don't know. I right. mean, what yeah. does that mean? Because, you know, a lot of people are healed and it's wonderful. They're legally blind. Right. But they can see. Right. It's blurry maybe or what. So I'm talking to her. Yeah. And trying to figure out, okay, what exactly? I'm looking behind her at her husband. Yeah. Who's weeping. I mean, he's just bawling. Yeah. And I think, well, there's something really big here because yeah. he's really. So I said, look, look at your husband. I just want to. See. And she looked at him and she was horrified. Oh. She said, you've got gray hair. <laughs> so, so I, I thought she really was blind. Yeah. Wow. She hadn't seen her husband in years. <laughs> and I thought, wait till you go home and look in the mirror. <laughs> you've changed, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and <clears throat> wow. She was, and they, they embraced and they, mm. like, wow. And it, I didn't lay hands on them. They just, yeah. Holy Spirit just did that in a service in his yeah. presence. And, and you, think you can't. You can't make that up. You no. can't. You can't manufacture. And some people say, especially word of knowledge, that well, this is this power of suggestion. If you could suggest <laughs> that blind people can see, yeah. everybody be suggesting. Absolutely. It doesn't work. No. But the power of God yeah. can do anything. And then Amen. I think I was in a service, and people. I think somebody was t cancer tumor. Something major had happened. But the person waiting was yeah. more excited than they were, you know. So yeah, I thought this yeah. is going to be really good. Yeah. And so I, I kind of speeded that up. I want to get to this one. So I said, "What's happening?" I had a sore toe. <laughs> and I did. Gwen said, "She said you can't react like that." I said, "She said you went like I felt like my brother. Like yeah, we're yeah. dealing with blind eyes and cancer, and you got a sore toe." Yeah. And it hit me. Yeah. The God who created a universe yeah. cares. That's right. Cares when we've got a sore toe. Like yeah. we know he can open blind eyes or heal cancer, but mm -hmm. that's big. Amen. That's big. Yeah. If, it, if it concerns <laughs> you, it concerns God. So That's right. But yeah, I mean, I've seen it and I can't ever deny. Mm -hmm. if, I, if I ever wanted to, I can't. Yeah. I mean, I've seen too much. I'm ruined. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that today. I love you. Hey, I love you. I'll get you to pray in a minute. Um, I just wanted to, to let everyone know that's listening. If you guys haven't liked, subscribed, uh, any of those things already, do that. We also have the Artico Project that Stephen runs. He's the president of BPEA. And you should check out, he's got videos on YouTube. They'll encourage you. They'll bless you. And they'll inspire you to have a little bit more hope. But Bill, you talked about today, and this is where I want to end about that fresh outpouring every day. Yeah. And I want you just to pray the fire over the mm -hmm. listeners and that 
people would just get touched even yeah. as they're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I feel it. I feel mm -hmm. it. And God's got some, so much more for you and it's so fresh and it's so good and it's so real. Um, thank God for what he did years ago or yesterday or last night, but today he's got something really, really good for you. Amen. And I come into agreement with you right now yeah. that you will have that fresh oil just pouring mm -hmm. all over you, the fresh fire burning in your bones, that you'll feel life that you haven't felt for a long time. You'll feel the dreams coming up, the visions coming up. I speak renewal. I speak revival. I speak life into you. Yeah. Life more abundantly. In Jesus' name, fire. Head to toe. Every fiber of your being. Just be burning with the fire of God. I claim that. And I decree over you, this is the beginning yeah. of a new season of supernatural, of increase, of breakthrough. And the things that you've been believing for are going to take place. Bam, 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 bam. Mm. In Jesus' name. I decree this is your best season ever, 2022, the best year ever. Today is a good day, Amen. and it's a day that he made, and he made it for you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. I feel something. That was good. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, again, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's been a real pleasure, and we'll see you guys next month.